Hello everybody, it's good to see you again and thanks for listening to our podcast, Peace Talk with Shazza. Today, um, I'm your host, Sharul Hamdan, and I will be hosting a session that's going to be covering um, a couple um, subjects that will be very interesting um, for you. First of all, I'm going to talk about the state of technology in the startup space in Malaysia right now, some interesting ideas for business, if you're somebody who's looking to start um, a company or a startup or perhaps go and work for one and try to do something that's never been done before. And secondly, I think I'm, so, I'm also going to take this show on a spiritual twist of um, philosophy for a bit. I'm going to talk a bit about stoicism and basically how to let go and not care too much and how that will bring um, a lot of happiness in your life. So just to give you know an update of what I've been up to, um, I'm currently working for a tech company and I've been having a lot of um, exposure to different segments of the technology industry and the different products and principles that are coming up and the concepts that have been developed. Um, so all these things are very, very interesting and I think I'll share a bit with, with uh, my dear viewers. So I think um, in Malaysia, if you look at the technology wave you know, we, we always want to find out what is the next big thing, right? I can I can break it down to possibly three things. Number one will be blockchain. You know, as you know, blockchain is the principal foundation of cryptocurrencies like uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum. But it, it is also um, a practical, it can be practically applied um, for various industries that require stringent security checks um, that require high level verification with um, all the users and, and whatever data it's processing. So those can be applied into things like the energy sector, um, applied into payments. Um, so I think the first you know high level um, kind of tech that's coming up actually is blockchain. The second one would be artificial intelligence. AI, I think artificial intelligence is definitely something that's very hard to catch because it is just too integrated into uh, our everyday lives. If you realize all the advertisements you see on your Instagram, on your YouTube, on your Facebook, those are actually being curated by an AI. And um, it basically decides what you should be seeing and viewing, what you should be consuming based on your previous um, experiences in the things that you have scrolled by and read on and this AI would then develop a profile of you and then channel information and advertisements towards you and um, those things can be very money uh, those things can be monetized by big tech companies like Facebook and I think that is AI is still at a very very early stage in Malaysia we've not seen any application whatsoever um, it's just mostly uh, Malaysian users using AI um, in their everyday lives in, in social media. Um, and now the third thing, the third new tech um, innovation, uh, if you want to call it that, that's coming through is really um, the Internet of Things. And I'm very excited about the Internet of Things because I think of all the three, Internet of Things or IoT is the closest tech that's going to be adopted in a big way in Malaysia. Why do I say that? I think, number one, it's a relatively un 
easy to understand concept. Internet of Things basically means you provide connectivity to an item, an actual physical tangible item, um, and you provide sensors into that item so that that item will then be able to collect data. And basically, it's just empowering your hardware, empowering your utensils with data. And that's really what Internet of Things um, is. And this data will then be populated into a cloud where you'll be able to access on your mobile devices or your computer to really analyze data and make business or consumption decisions based on that. The first thing I think um, that's very common is really your Apple Watch or your Fitbit. That is really the, the um, most IoT thing that you may be experiencing without really realizing. It's really a sensor on your hand to track your heart rate, your um, blood oxygen, um, to track how well you're sleeping. So it's basically a sensor that collects all this data and feeds it back to you for you to decide, oh, have I been sleeping well? Have I burned enough calories today? So that is more on the consumer side. But I think in Malaysia, there's going to be huge application of IoT in um, traditional industries such as agriculture in Malaysia. There have been IoT devices that track soil um, nutrients. Um, it tracks the soil um, fertility. It tracks um, the amount of water in the soil and the amount of water that's needed by your crops and your plants. Um, on the on the poultry or um, animal side, you have sensors that are that that will be able to to sense if an animal is sick in your farm, to sense whether your animal is eating the right things, to provide data for you to grow your feed and your grow your plants and grow your animals um, in the farm the right way. As you know, traditionally, most of it has been done very, very manually and, and more on a gut feeling or perhaps based on anecdotal evidence. And I think IoT will be able to give a very scientific and detailed way of how you can run your farm and run your agriculture business. So I think, number one, the first industry that's um, going to be very, very disrupted by IoT will be agriculture in a big way. Lah. On the consumer side, you know, it's still quite nascent. It's still, you know, just Apple Watch and your Fitbits. Um, I don't think people really um, need as many sensors on their bodies. As, as what an industry or an industrial company might need. So I think more, more and more we will see applications of things and sensors being applied um, everywhere. So as you can see, out of blockchain, AI and IoT, I'm most excited about IoT personally. I think it's, an, it's a technology that will slowly but surely take over. Uh, we will be able to share data very easily Data will be presented to the consumer in a very um, easy way to understand. So that is really the value add of IoT, providing data that uh, previously you will not have known about. So I think in tech in general, in, in Malaysia especially, it's still pretty slow um, driven. It's still very much requirement based. Um, you know, you go to a client and you ask them for requirements and then you build solutions. It's very rare to, to see Malaysian companies build solutions first and then try to sell it, try to pitch it. It's quite rare. 
to see their own IP being um, their own intellectual property and their own product, their own hardware um, being developed because of the high cost that's going to be involved in that. But, you know, I think if we, if we are going to see a change in that approach, it would definitely be an IoT. I think companies will need a working product, a proof of concept of sensors and drones and um, whatever um, equipment they need to provide data to their customers. So I, I'm very, very excited about that. I think you'll see more and more companies coming up um, with, with these kinds of solutions. So now moving on um, to something a bit more philosophical for me to, to share with my um, listeners. Um, I've been reading up a lot on Stoicism. Stoicism is a philosophical um, way of thinking. I, it's, it's not a religion. It's not um, a cult. It's just a way to think, right? And it's based on the writings of Marcus Aurelius, uh, one of the most successful Roman emperors <clears throat> back in the day. And I've I found myself really adopting a lot of these principles, and I think you guys will benefit from it as well. So stoicism really prepares you um, for the worst in life. Stoicism tells you to embrace the uncertainty, embrace the anxiety, because there is just no way that you can control certain things in life. And we have been taught, and our brains have been programmed, I think, since an early age to try to control your destiny and being, tell, being told that you can do whatever you want, you can achieve whatever you want if you just put your head into it. And I think Stoicism takes a step back and tells you, look, you may want to do that thing for you know 50 years of your life, but you may never achieve it based on things that you can never control, based on things that will just happen and you have no say. So it always teach. I think this, this philosophy then teaches you to be you know, be flexible in life, enjoy the present, enjoy what you have, be very, very thankful and be grateful of what you have in a moment. Do not be too focused on chasing something that may never happen and may be destroyed um, by circumstances that are beyond, beyond your control. So in the, in, the, in the light of COVID and everything, I think it's a very useful way of thinking because then you, you realize that there's only so much that you can control. You focus on only the things that you can control and whatever happens, happens. And for lack of a better phrase, shit happens, right? And you, you can't do much about it, but you can at least enjoy whatever thing you have going right for you right now. So if you're somebody that's not happy with your job, if you're somebody that's you know not happy with your finances, I encourage you to you know go out there and seek for new opportunities, but also have... Um, a stoic way of thinking when you can't get that job or when you can't seem to close that deal and earn that money. When if it's, if it's not your fault, it's really not your fault and there's nothing that you can do about it, don't worry about it, don't fret on it. Just accept and embrace it. This is life. Things will happen for no reason and things may be bad, things may be good. It has, it's just how it is. And we should embrace it and learn that because life is so unpredictable, whatever that's beyond, whatever that's in your control, whatever that's predictable in your life should be valued tremendously. So love your spouse, love your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your parents, things you can control. When you see them, you can control it. When you see them, you can, you can tell yourself to tell them, I love you, I want to take care of you, and I want to be a good person, right? 
but you know if god forbid something happens to them something happens to you you know in terms of health or you know they someone else comes into their life and takes them away from you and there's not much that you can do it's all right it's okay life happens and we're not going to be here forever we're all going to die one day and we should just be very grateful for what we have and what we can control and i think that thinking will be very very useful in times of uncertainty especially now um but you know i i, I definitely think it's it's going to be life life is going to throw a lot of nonsense at you and there's nothing that you can do but all you can do is have the right attitude and prepare yourself for the worst and embrace the uncertainty embrace the anxiety there's nothing that can bring you down stoicism also actually states that the human being doesn't realize how strong they are mentally actually especially after a loss of a loved one you know that you know your life is gone and and you you have you can't get that person back but you always underestimate the fact that you can actually move on you always underestimate that you you are a strong person and you'll be able to do what's right for you and the people you love around you so that's it i hope you guys enjoyed this episode a quick one and please stay safe and stay happy <laughs>